Good morning, I'm Anna Palmer. And I'm Jake Sherman. And welcome to The Daily Punch, brought to you by Punchbowl News. It's May 1st, 2023. Let's get into the mix. Here are your Washington headlines of the day. Number one, what to watch this week from Jerusalem and Washington. Number two, state holds an Afghanistan briefing. And number three, inside the DCCC dues report. All right, Jake, let's get into it. You are not in Washington this morning. I'm not, no. I am in Jerusalem. Um, It is midday here, um, and uh, Speaker Kevin McCarthy is here. Steny Hoyer is here for a big trip. Uh, McCarthy will be the second speaker ever, Speaker of the House, American Speaker of the House. We do cover the American government, Anna, in case you forgot. Um, And uh, he will be the second speaker ever to address the Knesset, the Israeli legislature. And this is, uh, this coincides with Israel's 75th um, uh, birthday anniversary of existence. And um, I will be there for us, which is a it's a historic thing for the United States. And, you know, and it's a big trip, uh, a bunch of Republicans and Democrats here in Israel. McCarthy will continue on uh, uh, his Codel. He's going other places besides Israel. He came here from Jordan, uh, where he met with the king. The king was a recent visitor to Washington as well. Um, so uh, I am opening the Punchbowl News Jerusalem Bureau while I'm here, um, where we will be covering... Uh, all things, and I wish we were doing that, but we're not. Um, so that is what I'm up to today, Anna. A one day only Jerusalem beer. One day only. A one day Punchbowl News Codel to the Middle East. There, there you go. All right. Well, let's talk back stateside. Uh, a couple of things to just focus on here. Breaking overnight, First Republic Bank has been taken over by federal regulators and will be sold to J.P. Morgan Chase. Uh, there's a lot of stories on uh, this overnight, this is the second largest bank failure in U.S. history, and the FDIC will take a hit of $13 billion, according to the Wall Street Journal. Uh, other things to watch this morning and later this week, the Federal Open Market Committee will meet Tuesday and Wednesday. Another interest rate hike is expected. This is one in the 25 basis point range. Um, Also on Capitol Hill, uh, the Senate will take up a number of President Joe Biden's judicial nominees, but we do not expect any action on Julie Sue. She is, of course, the acting secretary of labor, was cleared by Senate help uh, committee last week, but several moderate Democrats have announced have not yet announced how they'll vote on her. Anna, the um, interesting thing about this is um, the, this is another example of Diane Feinstein and the impact of Diane Feinstein being um, uh, not in the Senate and home in California, recovering from shingles. Um, they can't move. Um, they can't move nominations the way they want. Uh, uh, now I understand that people get sick and and people need time off, but this is having huge impacts for Democrats. There's no way around that. No two ways about it. Um, this is a problem for Democrats. They can't get things. They can't get things through. Um, so uh, expect we'll hear more about that in the coming days. Another thing just to keep an eye on, of course, last week was all about will he or won't he, Kevin McCarthy, that is, be able to pass a Republican uh, debt limit package. And now we're going to see Chuck Schumer, Senate Majority Leader, continue to slam uh, the House Republicans Limit Save Grow Act. Uh, This is going to be kind of the next foray into uh, the debt limit drama. Yeah, Anna, you know, yes, they will slam this bill, and there's there's a lot to slam for Democrats, meaning Democrats have a lot of reasons they slam this bill. But 
the answer is, I mean, we don't, when is this, <laughs> are they going to negotiate? Because listen, the House Republicans say, and there's there's some truth to this, that they've already passed a bill. Uh, there is truth to that. They have passed a bill. They've hiked the debt limit. Uh, the Senate has not. And uh, expect McCarthy in the next couple of weeks um, and months, frankly, to to, add, to say, listen, if you want to raise a clean debt ceiling, then pass it. Schumer can't get 60 votes for a clean debt ceiling right now. So that's going to be the, that's a big, uh, all this is a big problem. And listen, we're only, you know, somewhere between, you you know, five to 10 weeks from the debt ceiling needing to be raised uh, before default. So um, uh, really high stakes and extremely high stakes, the debt ceiling right now. All right, let's go on to the number two story of the morning. We've got some news. The State Department held a classified briefing for the House Foreign Affairs Committee last Thursday to discuss concerns raised by embassy officials in Kabul ahead of the U.S. withdrawal from Afghanistan in Afghanistan in 2021. Of course, uh, we've been talking about the battle uh, between Foreign Affairs Committee Chair Mike McCall and Secretary of State Antony Blinken over access to the Kabul dissent cable written just prior to the chaotic American pullout. Uh, this is, is doesn't change th- that debate, though, right? I mean, this is not going to no, be enough for Republicans. I mean- McCall wants the wants the memo, wants the dissent cable that was sent from Afghanistan. He has been accommodating to the State Department as pushback deadlines, has not sued yet uh, for not for not complying with the subpoena. The State Department, listen, they they've been trying to do everything to not hand over this this dissent cable. They say that it will uh, it's it, you know it's improper to release it because people should be able to express their dissent, express their discontent. Quite frankly. Um, with, uh, uh, you know, with State Department policy in private and not worry about it going to Congress. But um, Congress is going to is going to hammer on this, Anna. This is going to be something that we'll hear more and more about. They keep trying to find ways to not give it to to blink to the committee. But um, at the end of the day, this fight is going to go on. And I don't think any amount of briefings or uh, anything like that is going to stop uh, Mike McCall from from wanting uh, wanting this cable. All right, let's go to the number three story of the morning. Inside the DCCC News Report, our very own Max Cohen digging deep into an area that we have long covered, Jake, uh, on how and, and which House Democrats have paid up their allotted amounts to the campaign arm. It's always fascinating, the dynamic, the pressure to either give or the ch- decision not to give. A lot of eyes on House Minority Leader Hakeem Jeffries, given he's just ascended into that position uh, and questions about whether or not he can raise the cash that former Speaker Nancy Pelosi did. But you know what? This is a pretty strong signal. He is now 100% paid up of his $1 million dues goal in the last dues report. Jeffries was halfway to that goal. He's also raised $26.7 million for the DCCC. Yeah, this is... um you know the Democrats really should should give us like a fee for just putting on blast people who don't pay their dues because they eventually they end up paying their dues once we report this. Um, but behind Jeffries is Susan Del Bene, the chair of the D Trip, who has raised twelve point three million. Catherine Clark three point eight million. Pete Aguilar two point nine million, and Joe Nagoose one million. Uh, Nancy Pelosi has raised four and a half. Jim Clyburn one point eight. So um, even the people who are not in leadership anymore are raising money. Although Pelosi put, has has would be would have raised a lot more money if she was still speaker or still minority leader. Um, but uh, we have the the um, the dues report linked in the AM edition. So check it out. 
All right, before we let you go, just want to say we had a really great event, Jake, um, on Friday. We hosted the Innovators, our kickoff event for the White House Correspondents Dinner Weekend. It celebrated innovators across industries in business, travel, media, and more through our partner activations with Booking.com and Intuit. We also had a ton of really um, innovative companies uh, partner with us to showcase different products uh, in a whole series of different categories from home, health, uh, technology, and beyond. It was a really Great event. Uh, California Governor Gavin Newsom, Small Business Administrator Isabel Guzman, British Ambassador to the U.S. Dame Karen Pierce, among many uh, members of Congress, including Catherine Clark, Angie Craig, Debbie Dingell, Austin Scott, and others uh, joined us for that. So it was a really fun way to kick off the weekend. All right. With that, thanks so much for listening. We really appreciate it. If you like The Daily Punch, please share it on social media. It's the best way for folks to find out about it. You can also go deeper on all the things we talked about this morning and more by signing up for our free morning newsletter at punchbowl.news. Have a great day and stay safe.